Hey guys, welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. Don here. I um, want to talk a, a little bit about this last week, um, kind of what worked and some of the new ideas and some of the things that didn't work. Um, I'm going to start with the thing that didn't work. I've stopped uh, podcasting daily. It was just a really, it was kind of a, a grind, overwhelming. I enjoyed it while I did it. Um, but the, the whole challenge wasn't so much the podcasting, it was all the admin work that went with it, which is like putting a title posting it, things like that. Until I can find a, a who to do that, I'm, I'm not willing to do it. I think it was fun talking about, um, you know, what's been working in the practice on a daily basis, things that were fresh in my mind. So I did stop that. Um, I'm only posting now these weekly ones on Mondays and then when I do an actual interview. So those are, I'm trying to do more of the things that I, I, I find that are fun and enjoyable and less of the things that are kind of a, a grind. There was someone that I listened to recently and he was saying, you want to think of if, if you hear something and you think, yeah, heck yeah, I want to do that. That's what you should do more of. If, if you think, oh, it's kind of a drag, you shouldn't do it and, and do kind of doing less of that. And life makes life a lot better. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about an interview I did with Scott. He's a podiatrist. Once again, if you guys want to uh, be interviewed by me, just uh, send me send me something. Um, I'm going to put a little, little link up here is if you if you have a tip, here's a little QR code and I'll put it underneath the video and underneath the podcast here. Um, if you want to be interviewed, just share your tip, send it to me and say, hey, Don, I want to be interviewed about this certain topic, whatever you think. I think we all have something that we're great with. Scott, he liked to do uh, fungal toenails. So I'll talk a little bit about his tips and I'll put the link to his podcast uh, there. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the workshop again, um, kind of the, the follow up a week afterwards uh, about the ads, about the experience, about the next webinar, and then about a book that I read recently called Tiny Habits. I'm, let me start with that. Um, so tiny habits is, um, there's a couple of good habit books. One's atomic, atomic habits. And the other one is tiny habits. Um, kind of thought they were similar, but they're really not. The, the main difference to tiny habits is you start with something really, really small, which, which I already knew about. Basically you start something small and then you increase it. But what I really liked about, um, this, uh, this, this, this dog, this, I think Dr. Fogg, he talks about it is making it so simple. It actually just kind of organizing your life to make doing these habits a lot easier. I want to give you two examples. One example is I, I like to do a daily, like a devotion time in the morning where I read and I study um, Bible and things like that. That's what I like to do. And, and I was always distracted by like my cell phone or by my, my agenda or things I had planned for the day. So it, it always was an intention, but it was never done. And he gave this interesting idea and he, he basically said, well, just make it easier to do it and harder not to do it. So he gave an example. If you want to watch TV less, what you do is you, every time you watch TV, you take, you take the batteries out of the remote and you put the remote in a difficult place. Um, I've heard this before. Like, for example, if you want to not use your credit card, you put it in the freezer. Um, what I did is I put my backpack with that has all my stuff in it and my cell phone by the door where I would leave. And then where I was sitting in the morning drinking my coffee, I only left my journal and a couple of other books that I wanted to read. And so by just doing that simple step, it like 10 X all my, my study time. Cause I wasn't distracted. So that can be, if you're distracted with um, other things like cell phones specifically, like for me, I don't take my cell phone out. I actually leave it in my backpack. Um, so I, I'm not distracted by it. And then another thing I'm trying now with this tiny habit thing is I am, uh, I'm reading books basically in between patients you know, in between patients, I think we're always thinking we're trying to be really productive by like, I don't know, for me, I was editing a website page or working on something else or working on this or that. But what I do now is that until noon, 
all I'm doing is reading a book. So I'm, I'm getting through a lot of pages in a book. So for example, as we know, our staff many times, you know, because the patients are late or things like that, we might not see our first patient exactly on time because they get there at that time. So we have a five or 10 minutes there, five or 10 minutes here. And I'm certainly, I'm doing other office things in my EMR, but I have this time. And uh, so I'm reading through a book. This is the second time I'm reading through this one. This is the one, this is the guy that I'm studying right now. His name is Chad Madden. He's a physical therapy and he has killer marketing secrets. So I bought it on Amazon and the second time through it, a lot of really good ideas. He talks about the, the whole um, workshop thing that I imitated and I modeled after him. So that's, that's my, that's what I'm doing now. So until noon, I'm only reading in between patients. If I have some time, you might not have any time if you're out straight, but um, for me, there might be a little time where they're rooming the patient and things like that. And just making good use of these spare moments like this. I do this during my lunch hour. This is, or my lunch half hour, whatever amount of time I have. So let us go uh, now to the next step. Uh, this is uh, Scott. I interviewed Scott. He's a member of Podiatry Practice Mastery. Once again, if you guys want to be interviewed, just let me know. We were talking about fungal nails. And uh, one of the struggles is he was mentioning he does a test where he looks for fungus, but also bacteria. And then he does this like compound thing that goes on top uh, of the nails. And he has a lot better success just than just with Lamisil. Because many times we give Lamisil and it's just not totally resolving it, even though we do a fungal culture. And, it's, and sometimes it's due to trauma and other things. So if you guys have other great ideas, just like send me an email. Let me know what really works for well, well for you if you want to be interviewed. Uh, I'd love to do that. So let me give you an example here. This is what we did, our sponsored ad on Facebook. So sponsored Facebook um, free heel pain workshop, register now. That's all we did. Free workshop in Westboro. Um, hosting a, a heel pain workshop. So very simple, talked about the workshop, what I was going to go over. We spent $230, I think. We did it about a week before, $230. And I actually saw one of the patients for heel pain, bilateral heel pain. So we did um, bilateral x-rays. Uh, we did the exam. I went over my whole thing today. Uh, and he's going to be seeing for an ultrasound visit and then potentially you know, bilateral shockwave for both feet. So that's more than going to make up for that price for that ad spend. Uh, and I, I think the number is up to six people. I think there are seven there, six registered. And then um, I think four or five of them made appointments. And I don't have a very big space. So I'm going to be modifying that next time. This is an example of an ad we used. So we're doing, this is kind of like an, it's an ad slash looks like a, looks like an article. Okay. So stop heel pain and go back to pain-free movement without medication, injection, or surgery, a workshop. So this is the exact stuff I, I stole from this guy, Chad. So he talks about it on his website. You can download this stuff and you can kind of just modify it. So it talks about just some, some writing, walking, staying active is important. Strategies to reduce pain can be helpful. Here's a free workshop we're doing if it limited to 25 people. Currently we're using Linktree, but I think we want to change this to centralmasspediatry.com slash links. So something that we can edit a lot easier than Linktree. Why? Because this this boosts up Linktree. It doesn't boost up our website. So that's just my thought. Is So if you're using Linktree currently, you might want to switch to something else. Talks about the free workshop, what I'm going to be going over, and a call to action so people can be part of it. So this is the one ad. This one to Community Advocate. This is for older people. And um, this is the ad. The other one was the Facebook ad that we did. So all we did was the Facebook ad and this ad. This ad we already have going out every week, so we're just modifying it. And this is an example of the image, the artwork that we used for it as well. So basically this was done on Canva very easily. We just, uh, the way we found his ad is we just modeled it from Meta. We went to Meta, which can be used for um, 
Facebook ads and you can search for workshops or other things you want to look at. So you can just model other people's ads. Okay. So that is that example. Let me show you here what I'm doing now. So that workshop could only hold 25 people, but actually in my office, I can only hold 15 because I'll be in all the treatment rooms. So we don't have a big space like physical therapists. So I'm doing another one now. I'm planning it out uh, via Zoom. So it's going to be a free Zoom webinar and um, they're going to register for it. I left everything else the same except I just changed it to Zoom. So when they click this, it's going to go to Calendly and it's going to give them two options because I'm going to do two of them on Zoom. So let me explain my idea. I'm going to do this on Zoom. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to record one of them. So then one of them is going to be like a recorded webinar. So basically people can come in every three months. Maybe I'll do a live one. Um, maybe once a month I'll do a Zoom one. But every day they could get the recorded one. So my biggest, biggest takeaway of this was my downloaded worksheet that I did. So basically when they register, if people register for this, the first thing they get is a link to the, the worksheet that I'm gonna actually be going over. It's not done with PowerPoint. Maybe in the Zoom one, I'll do PowerPoint, but I'm just talking through these, these main points. And uh, I'm basically talking through these points, the biggest mistakes heel pain sufferers make, the three most common causes for heel pain and three strategies to reduce heel pain. We all know this, right? You guys could do this off the cuff. But what I did is I made this into a worksheet with some blank spaces, kind of like the ad lib or whatever that thing's called, where you had like the, uh, the first biggest heel pain mistake is this one. And then I left it blank. And then during it, I'm going to be going over that. So it kind of gives them an expectation of what they're going to learn. This is totally different than what I currently do for my patient presentation. So the same, the guy that I saw today, I did my actual patient presentation for him today when I saw him, right? So I went over... I went over heel pain. Um, I go over like how long you've had symptoms. I talk about this dysfunction index, ultrasound. And then I go over the main thing, which is this, my treatment evaluator. And I said, well, let's do the most effective. Let's talk, let's do shockwave, physical therapy, um, orthotics and things like that. Okay. This is totally different. It's kind of based on um, what they call direct response marketing. So basically it's, it's putting these, these provocative questions before people like the biggest heel pain mistake heel pain sufferers make. Everyone wants to know that. So these are things like it's putting this question or like it's it's putting this itch they, they want to scratch. So they're going to register. And then when they register, they're going to get this information prior. So that'll even make them more want to go show up to the workshop. So that's what I'm trying now. Um, I'll let you know how it works. And then I had, um, I had a couple of people didn't even come. They just made an appointment. So, you know, I, I think there's going to be legs on this. I've, I've tried a lot of things that don't have any legs legs are cut off of them. But this one I think is going to work. Um, I'll let you know as I continue to have a, have a rendition. I'd love to know what works for you guys and if you have any other, uh, any other ideas. Okay. Uh, until next week. Thanks.